I wonder, I wonder what was going on in the wilderness that brought all those people out to hear John and to be baptized in the river. I wonder. On Sunday, if you were here on Sunday or if you heard online, Suzanne preached, and the line that I still have in my head, I'm not sure I'll ever get it out of my head, partly because it's funny, but mainly because it's insightful, was to ask us, what is it that made John the Baptist give up his fine, comfortable linen clothing and change them in for a scratchy camel hair Speedo? Y'all remember that? John had gone into the wilderness in search of something. The people were going into the wilderness in search of something. And by the end of the gospel lesson, even the Pharisees and the Sadducees we're going out into the wilderness in search of something, and I wonder what it is they were looking for. A clue, I think, is John the Baptist's reaction when he sees the Pharisees and the Sadducees. You brood of vipers, he says to them. You generation of snakes. You you family of venomous serpents. What a nice way to describe them. You remember Pharisees and Sadducees. It's easy for us to pick on the Pharisees and Sadducees because we know in the gospel account that they are often Jesus' opponents, right? I don't know everybody who pulls for Auburn, but whenever someone introduces herself or himself as someone who pulls from Auburn, I pretty much know exactly what I think about that person before I even meet that person. And so we, right, it's a joke, but we, we read this text and we think, of course those Pharisees and Sadducees were nothing but snakes. But actually, that's, that's a pretty unusual thought in that day. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were religious people. They were faithful people. They went to synagogue. They said their prayers every day. They tithed their income. They fasted on the holy days. They did all the things that any good, faithful person would do. And yet, when John sees them coming, when John notices that it's the, it's the religious folk who are coming out to hear him before they open their mouths, John is able to look at them and say, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? That's the clue, I think, that tells us that what everybody was looking for is that thing you can't find in the city. That thing you can't find in the temple. That thing you can't find in the halls and courts of power. Because the Pharisees and the Sadducees were the goody-goodies, the, the people everyone looked up to. They knew, they knew that they had a place in the culture of their day. But when John sees them coming, it's as if two opposed forces are colliding together there at the river. Who warned you, he says, to flee from the wrath to come? Because the kingdom of heaven is coming and you can't find it in the city. You can't find it in the courthouse. You can't find it where there's power and wealth and prestige. We're all out here in the wilderness because we're looking for God to come and do something powerful and special. Who warned you to come? Who warned you to come and look for that here? I wonder what it is that we might find 
if we started looking where John and all of his followers were. These people who leave their jobs and their homes and their families, leave the familiar, comfortable places, their synagogues, their offices, their, their court squares, their, their marketplaces, and they go out to this gritty, scrubby, tough place where there's nothing to eat and nowhere to sleep, and that's where they go because the thing they've been looking for their whole lives long is right there because that's where God shows up. If you want to see where God shows up, I hate to break it to you, but this isn't the place to look because this is a big center of power and prestige and wealth. What might we find if we went in search of it in those difficult, gritty, scrubby places where God is showing up? I suspect that if we are searching for the same thing that John found that led John to trade in his comfortable clothes for that scratchy camel hair speedo, if we're searching for the same thing that took the crowds away from their comfortable city life, in search of it in the wilderness, we'd be just as excited as they were. The question is, when John sees us coming, what's he going to call us? There's nothing wrong with being a part of a church family like this, as long as this isn't the only place we expect to meet God. If we come here because this is the place we think God lives, we'll never find God. God's out there. I don't know where there is, but I'm looking. What about you? John comes to tell the world that God's reign, God's power, God's way of being is right around the corner. And everybody is searching for it. And they know they can't find it in their ordinary lives. They have to go beyond the place where they are comfortable, the place where their debit cards work the place where they set the alarm on their house before they go to bed, they've got to go out in a vulnerable space because that's where God's power is unfolding. Where are we looking for God? When we head out there in search of it, what will the prophet say to us? Welcome, receive the baptism, the new life that is the way of God, or will they look at us and say, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I need some help with prayers. Who would come help me with prayers?